I cannot stand Mr. Baseball. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I kind of I tried to put a little bit back. Love that logo, love that jersey, love that color scheme, everything about it. Welcome to episode 83 of the Nonlinear Sports Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm David. And this is home of Sports Talk for the Average Joe. Uh, let's start off real quick by thanking friend of the show, Jay Coble, owner of the Harrisburg Stampede Indoor Arena football team, uh, for joining us again last week for a uh, very candid, insightful interview. Um, if you have not checked it out, please go give it a listen. It is just, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal interview. Um, you know, he didn't have to go into the highs and lows the way he did. Um, I'm still super appreciative of, uh, of just how much info he gave us last, last episode, just what they've been working on, what they've been dealing with the good things, the bad things. Like it was just, it's the kind of interview that, you know, as a host, it, it, you want the listeners to listen to it because you walk away with it learning something. And not just that, nobody knows what goes on behind the scenes. They just know that a football team goes on the field and performs. They don't right. know what goes behind us. And with with Jay, we get the behind the scenes. We get all the all the backgrounds of everything. Right. Which is yeah, great. I mean, to, he's... You know, so we know what's going. You know, so people know. Oh crap! That's it's not just a oh football team goes out in the field. It's oh this is what's happening. Oh okay. It's not a fly by night thing. It's it's a plan. Right. You know, it's a full set plan. Which hey, some of the stuff I never knew what what happens and what goes on. Right. Yeah, I mean he does a great he does a great job and, and he breaks it down. So that anyone listening, I mean, you don't have to be from where we're from to appreciate the work he's putting into. Um, but yeah, it was it was an excellent interview. Um, one of our our best performing interviews and episodes in a long time. Not a long time since his last appearance, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. Um, it is a phenomenal long form interview. It is a long episode. Uh, <laughs> about double our normal episodes, but trust me, it's an entertaining listen. It's worth it. Um, now you might have been noticing I got a uh, cup here. It says Dubby. Dubby is a new sponsor of the show. If you use the code NASPOT at checkout at Dubby.gg, you'll get 10% off your first order. Um, they were kind enough to uh, send send me a care package. Um I'm drinking the watermelon lemonade hydration drink. It, it tastes like watermelon lemonade. I mean, I, I can't complain about it. Um, <laughs> well, you know, some you, stuff tastes like powder. I mean, you know, like you you you, you taste the powder in some of the stuff. But well, the fun thing is, that. this has a mixer in it, so I can just shake it up. How beautiful! I can, uh, I can get my drink on. Um, because I've had they some- have. Stuff that tastes like, you know, that you, it tastes like, let's say lemonade, but you can taste like it's powdery. It's all depending on the brand. It's all depending on the brand. But if that's not Um, the case, then for that, that's fantastic. Yeah. I, I I mean, I do, I do water first and then the powder. Um, then I just shake it. Um, but I would recommend if you want to give our 
code a try. Use your 10% off code and get the starter sampler pack. So you, what you'll get is you'll get the shaker and you'll get five samples to try. And that'll kind of give you a good idea if this is something you want to try on your own. Um, I'm very happy with the flavors I've had thus far. Um, I've tried the Dragonade, which is a passion fruit lemonade. I've tried the watermelon lemonade, and I had the Pineberry Splash. All three were very tasty. Um, it gives you the energy without the carbonation. That's always a plus. Uh, you're not burping your way through the day because of the carbonation. Um, oh, it's <laughs> true. Put it. <laughs> um, but yeah, go go to w.gg. Get your product. Put your code in NASPOD at checkout. Get your ten percent off. Give it a try. Worst case scenario, you don't like it. At least you tried it. Um, then that ten percent off that helps the show gets our name out there. Um, if you love us, give us a shot. You have nothing to lose but like ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a horrible pitch man. I might look like Billy Mays' illegitimate son, but I cannot pitch like him. <laughs> For five easy payments of two ninety nine, you also get the W <laughs> official shaker. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, jeez! Weren't you him for Halloween already? I've not, but I've I've been told I should. I just don't do it. Um. <laughs> all right. So next week, Super Bowl starts up. We got the Pro Bowl competition two days in a row this year. Um, next week, we got the Super Bowl. I already know who you're going with. Everyone knows who you're going with. The listeners know who you're going with. David is a Swifty. He can't wait to see Taylor Swift oh, and Travis off. Kelsey uh, propose on the 50-yard line. Screw um, off. <laughs> I Look, I'm not a Swifty. I mean, we got it's the elephant in the room. Um, I'm not a Swifty, but you know, that's I what it's all going to be about. You know, that's all I, it's going to be about. It's, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. Here's the thing. It's not my cup of tea music wise. It's not, it's not mine either, but I'm not going to fault two people who are in love for being in love. However, my fault is it's, it's, you know, you can hate on her as much as you want. That's fine. Whatever. That's your personal agenda. She's not the one telling the people in the control room to put herself on TV. That is a, 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 that is a decision made in the control room by the person directing the game to put the camera on her. That's beyond her control. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's no fault to her or Kelsey. It's just how it, people of the broadcasting section of exactly NFL and that's not her fault choose to do this and it's driving a lot of people nuts but that's because not her fault. yeah no not not blaming either of them not blaming hating on the wrong else. people some some people are hating on the wrong people yeah i'm just i'm just tired of listening to it or hearing about or watching yeah. it when you just want to watch the i game. don't care they're they're young they're successful in, in their fields they clearly are in a, in a relationship contrary to what some people think good for them i mean yeah, they're happy they're happy fantastic yeah nothing but happiness for i mean travis kelsey plays the game the right way um he's a hard-nosed player that's what you want to see from someone um kind of guy who could probably play in any era good for him 
He called it. I mean, he, here's the thing. We got to talk about it because it's it's part of the whole package this year. He called his shot on his podcast with his brother, and it happened. Good for him. I respect that. You put it out there. You made it happen. Good for you. Um, now I do know there's some hate against the uh, Chiefs because people are sick of seeing the Chiefs. I get it. Um, I'm still very happy for Andy Reid. He put in his years in Philadelphia. I think a lot more fans respect him now than they did when he was coaching in Philadelphia. Um, but he's always been a very good coach, very great coach, good motivator, good leader. Um, nothing but respect and love for Andy Reid. He deserves all the success he's having right now. Um, you know, everyone on that Chiefs team that is a hard, they're hardworking t- players. There isn't a lack of hustle in anyone on that team. This isn't like. I, I get people are getting dis- tired of seeing them because they're they're a dynasty now. Well, not just that; they're everywhere. Like you know, State Farm. Well, but that's every <laughs> sport, you know. How many people are probably tired of seeing Steph Curry on freaking subway ads? You know, um, I just haven't seen those ads in a while. No, they're on all the time. I see them. Um. But you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, with success comes opportunity, comes sponsorships. Sponsorships. Um, <laughs> Way to sneak that in there. <laughs> Way to sneak let this. Me just, let me just get that shoehorn and work it in some more anyway. Um, let me get the, the jelly and, and work it in a little more. Anyway. Um, anyway. Um... But with success breeds opportunity for more advertisements, more sponsorships, more TV time. Um, You know, Michael Jordan was everywhere in the 90s between Nike and Gatorade and McDonald's. I mean, it happens. Um, I do think we're a little more overly sensitive to it because of social media. We see these figures more often, read about them more often than we ever did 30 years ago. Um, But everyone on that team is a hard worker. and they've earned their their success that they have. The Niners, I mean, their players carried me in fantasy football this year and have <laughs> taken me to my first fantasy football championship. Um, you know, Brock Purdy went from being Mr. Irrelevant to being very relevant, you know, very relevant. To, well, yeah. To, to big big C Brock. Big C Brock. Um you know. Kittle is is just as much a beast at tight end as Travis Kelsey. I, I you know I don't think the Chiefs have an equal to what McCaffrey brings to the table for. No, McCaffrey's well. I mean, the thing is that with for McCaffrey, the Niners, it's not that he is. I mean, a, a lot of people, he's not a very big guy. He's just very agile, and that's what you need in that position. Just, yeah. You know, you got Debo Samuel. Uh, yeah, he's a beast. Just. Uh, I mean, he's, anywhere you put uh, him. I would say where one team lacks, the other team has an advantage. I would say on paper, this is a very even matchup. Um, I would say, and this goes back to to last last episode. Who's hungrier? Who wants it more? Who's? Uh, here's the thing: the Chiefs are at the top of the mountain. And you can only be so hungry when you're at the top of the mountain because you've already conquered it. The Niners, they were close last year. They were very close last year. 
They're, think, they're they. I would say they are the hungrier team. They're the more motivated team at this point because they have more to prove. Yeah, and plus also, I think what what would really set the tone is because nobody had trust in Brock Purdy to begin. You know, he went mystery relevant, and then now he's taken. You know, he took San Francisco to the NFC Championship last year. Unfortunately, got hurt from being you know, third string. And then now he was, you know, he got pushed to a starter. He pushed out the number one, you know, number one overall to, to being a starter. Here's what I'm going to say. I mean, he's going to be very hungry to prove everybody wrong because he's been catching a lot of flack just because of, they think he's just there. Like he's just not as good as they say he is. No, I think he's, I think he's good. I I think, I think he's I mean, is, he's been proving it time and time again. Yeah, this we all is have not our taking, balls, but this is not taking anything away from that Niners team last year. But they went up against one of the hardest nosed, hardest hitting defenses last season in the Eagles. Oh, they did. that they did. defense absolutely they did, and absolutely. that defense ate them alive. Oh, absolutely but, they did. But losses like that. Make a team motivated. It makes them not want to repeat that situation. It makes them want to move past that situation, get better so there isn't that situation. And I think the Niners have done that. Um, I mean, they just I'm need not to get gonna, their head out of their ass because the way they played against the Packers and the Lions at that, you know, when they everything started. I, I, mean, <laughs> I am not. I'm not going to lie to you, because um, you are a Niners fan and you are my best friend, my brother. Uh, you know, I wanted the I wanted the Lions to win because oh, of the I know story. you did. I know you did. It had nothing to do with with the with it had nothing to do with the Niners. It had everything to do with that Lions fan base. Well, that the Lions have been there and how long and they, how this just was their biggest starved chance. for a, a, a it just starved for a playoff appearance. Chance. And they got that close to the promised land. That's a team that's going to be back. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely going to be back. And I said this last year about the Niners. So, my record so far isn't bad since we've been doing this show. Um <laughs> I don't know if I can I mean, I'll say the Niners for two reasons. You and for my fantasy football team. <laughs> I think it's going to be a super even matchup and I think it's going to be a tough game. My only issue my only issue with when it comes to the Chiefs right now is the officiating because the Ravens played a Ravens game. If that game was played against the Steelers in the middle of a se- of the season, a lot of those calls would not have been made. The refs would have just let them play. And that was and, not the case last week. And the funny part is I've been hearing a lot of that throughout. Not just from last week's Ravens game, but just in general with the Chiefs. That's what I've been hearing. I mean, it's, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm not trying to make no, any of that. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's just I've been hearing I've been hearing that and also reading articles on it. Plus, also there have been some funny memes of the refs in Chiefs gear. <laughs> when when it's obvious, you can't you can't ignore it when it's obvious, and it's it was very obvious. Last week. And and look, I'm more familiar with Ravens games because my wife is a Steelers fan. So I see a lot of 
the rivalry. A lot of games in that division, and I see how that division plays football, especially on defense. It's hard-hitting, hard-nosed, in-your-face defensive play. And and that's almost every team in that in that division because that's what that division is known for. Um some of those calls, I'm telling you, whether it be against the Browns or the Steelers, would not have been called in a rivalry game. And you know, I'm of the thought that when it's in the playoffs, you you should let it, you should let more go, unless it's absolutely agreed, call the just obvious. Just call the obvious. You know, call the blatant, call the obvious, let them play. Because the more, the more you interfere, and the more you try to fine tune the game is how I'll word it the more it looks like the game is being controlled by the referees and you don't want that now granted look the nfl is protecting their product and they want all the eyes of taylor swift's fan base on the games they they'd be dumb not to they would be dumb not to because that is a whole new market of fans who are now watching nfl football who probably oh, yeah. never did before. For, you know, it's free P, you know, PR for them. Right. So, I mean, I'm not going to fault them for protecting their investment, but Jesus, do it a little less obvious. I mean, my God, <clears throat> this is like, I don't know. It was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, it's like when the referee's <laughs> handing the bad guy the brass knuckles to win the match. That's what it's like. I mean, you know, a little tug on a jersey is nothing. Now, if you and pull see, the guy down, the stuff if you if you pull the really guy down, nuts. if you pull the guy down, okay, that's something. Or if you grab the guy by the face mask, okay, that's something. So but okay, if, so there was a face a mask like, call. Like if it's like that, that's not going to make a difference of a game. There was a face mask call last week in the in the Ravens. Um, Chiefs game where it, it was it was more or less incidental contact like when you saw the replay the guy in the Ravens was not going after Mahomes mask he was he was pushing away the lineman he was trying to get and when the lineman was pushing him away his hand went out and it made incidental con um, yeah I'm enacting it if you're watching this on YouTube and <laughs> and his hand went up and made incidental contact with Mahomes' face mask, and that was right right away. It was it was a penalty. Well, they're going to call they're going to call that normally because they're trying to protect the quarterback, and to them, it's a shot to the but, head. Yeah, I get it. It's accidental there contact. Was, if there was any contact, it was like. But the thing is, just, though, it was like a pat. It wasn't even like there was no intention of it happening. No, it, it just happened in the course yeah, it was of play. It just happened. Yeah. And it just, it, I looked at them like, you've got to be kidding. Like, that's how I knew they weren't winning the game. As soon as that happened, I knew they weren't winning the game. Now, should there be, on for calls like that, instant replay? I mean. To show, like, if he, you know, like, if it shows him falling back and his arm goes out and it makes that, in, you know, that incidental contact, should there be something to say, hey, listen, I was falling. Should you have an independent reviewer like MLB? Yes. Yeah, then you where know, where the, where the coach could challenge it, take it to the independent 
um, what did I say? Reviewer and let them watch it and give the call back down to the referee. That'll never and, happen. That no, will never happen. No, but it, yeah, I mean, whatever. You no, know, I mean, look at incidental contact with goalies. You don't try to, but it just happens. It may go in, but they'll call it back because it was accidental. It's not going to give them like a two minute penalty for goaltender interference unless they run the goalie over, you know. But you're, but the thing is that you're always going to have that. It doesn't matter what team anymore, especially with the quarterbacks. Clint Marlachuk would like to have a word with you about incidental contact with goalies. Who? Clint Marlachuk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. deep cut. That's a oh, oh geez. Pardon the pawn. Pardon oh. the pawn. Oh, Jason. Oh good God. Oh good that God. That video's on YouTube. Watch it if you're not screaming squeamish. <sighs> Any more bad puns? I don't I mean the night's young. It's ten forty one. Um <laughs> That one was bad. No, I, 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 I think we're going to. I'm just hoping that. I'm just hoping that. I mean, yes, I'm hoping the San Francisco wins. Yes. But I'm hoping for a good, clean game and not just something where a tug on a jersey gets a, you know, gets a holding where it's like, or pass interference. And if it's something like that. Yeah, now, you don't want stupid like penalty this, calls. If the guy's grabbing like this and pulling him across and all that, yeah, if the guy's, you know, gonna buy him dinner after the game sure you call it but uh, we're gonna know within the first five minutes what kind of game we're gonna see are we because i thought that with detroit i thought detroit was gonna run away with it uh, yeah that was i i, I honestly thought detroit was... i felt for that fan base i felt for that fan base wholeheartedly you know i mean i expected detroit to run away with that game I purely did. But I will say this. There there will be a next year for the, the Lions. Oh, they'll be back in the playoffs for sure. That that team looked so good. Oh yeah, that they'll be back, hands down. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to add to this. I mean Super Bowl food, wings, nachos, sliders. Yeah, yeah but what are you making? I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. I don't even know what we're doing. We might just stay home and watch it. I don't know. Oh, last well, year I made cheesesteaks. Last year I made cheesesteak sliders. Um, because well, we went to team. we went to Dave's house, mm. and him and his wife are big uh, Eagles fans. So I made cheesesteak sliders, um, gluten free ones for his wife Hana, which um, she freaking appreciated um, because not a lot of people keep in mind of her her gluten issue. Um, so I always make sure if I'm making something that I'm taking over to their house, it's gluten free or there's a gluten free variety for her. So I did two batches of cheesesteak, uh, sliders last year. Um, I take care of my friends. Well, you know that. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about doing the Buffalo meatballs. No, those were good. Those were good. Also thinking of doing the uh, little smokies and a uh, mixture with, Barbecue sauce and uh, buffalo sauce. Think about that one. But I also saw a recipe for 
beef barbecue cheesesteaks. Hmm. Yeah. That's and they look and basically if you put them side by side with a regular cheesesteak, looking at them, you could not tell the yeah. difference for how they, you know, for how everything looks. And they looks and they look almost simple to make. Or seeing if I can pull off homemade soft pretzels. <laughs> I've never had success making soft pretzels from scratch. Um, it's why I don't do it. Well, it's a science science experiment I might be doing on Sunday, so just to try it out. Because if that's the case, then I'm making some uh, pretzel rolls for sandwiches. There you go. You know. I'm sure if we stay home, Jamie will make buffalo chicken dip. Um, oh, that's one of my weaknesses. No, she makes a good buffalo chicken dip, That's too. one of my weaknesses. See, I could be full. I could be, like, going into a food coma. And you'll still be a skinny bastard. It's... And I'll see the buffalo chicken dip, meatballs, little smokies. I have to just have another bowl. See, the best is taking the leftover buffalo chicken dip and making a buffalo chicken quesadilla with it. We've done that. We've done that. Yep. Absolutely. That's like the best next day lunch. <laughs> yeah. It's it so, is I, because it's, it's, you don't, oh, it's, it's perfect. Not a lot of work. No, it's not. It's, it's simple. <laughs> That's Simple's one of the simplest. Sometimes, yes, it is. It's one of the simplest things to make. So the other night I did uh, Salisbury steak from scratch. No, there you go. That's one of my. That's a, that's a favorite of mine to make. Um, did an onion and mushroom gravy. Um, made homemade mashed potatoes. Hooked it up nice. It was good. Yeah, Holly does those in the in the crock pot for the day. Hmm. So they get nice and basically fall apart when uh, when you go and <laughs> just try to pull it out of the crock pot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a big crock pot guy. It's simple. Just throw it in and, and just let it go. The worst thing about the crock pot is when I'm working, well, I work from home most of the time, um, is the house starts to smell more and more delicious as the day goes on. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how the house smells when I make bread. It smells like a bakery. There you go. There you go. That was one of my favorite things when uh, when Jamie lived at at her stepdad's house when we started dating, and I would ride to her house and we'd ride into work together. We would take um, Paxton to Cameron to go in, and we'd always drive by the Stroh's Bakery. Oh, oh man, that smelled amazing oh. every morning. Yes, it did. Oh. And because of where she was at in Harrisburg, you could smell the Hershey plant. So I'd show up and I'd get hit with the smell of chocolate. And then <laughs> uh, going to Cameron Street, I'm getting hit with the smell of bread. I'm like, no wonder I wouldn't like throw down when I get to work. <laughs> yeah, you're hungry before you even start. I know. but <laughs> Well, I, I don't have anything else for this topic. Um, I'm good. All right. Well, with that. That's the that end. is the end of the uh, first half. Let us know your picks for the Super Bowl in on our social media pages. Put it up there. See what you see what you have to say. So we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For listeners of the Not Another Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com and use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D at checkout, 
you will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and all kinds of other gear. The perfect product, perfect stitching, perfect sublimation, perfect embroidery, 100% handmade and delivered on time. That's certainty, and it's their promise to you. Again, use the code NASPOD at checkout for 10% off your order at Fansidea.com. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family, where we do baseball together. Welcome back. We are entering the second half of the show here. And I don't know if you can hear, can you hear that? Can you hear what I'm hearing? That sounds like a lot of really happy fans in Baltimore right now. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the Ravens like I was last last episode or last episode, last half. I'm talking about Baltimore Orioles fans are rejoicing, throwing babies up in the air in celebration over the fact that for the first time in 31 years, the Angelos family are no longer involved with the team. Bye-bye. This team is this ownership is literally the reason we had a shirt on our old store that said front offices kill fan bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we did. O's fans, I am nothing but happy for you right now. I was Let's happy just hope for this you. This makes without... a big difference. Well, it already has. They signed Corbin Burns, one of the best pitchers in baseball, to a deal to join the O's. He's leaving cold, frosty Milwaukee, coming to Baltimore. Cold, frosty he's, Baltimore. He's going from what, what's a Milwaukee's best oh, to geez. Natty Bo. He's going from from Secret Stadium sauce on brats to crab cakes. I mean, <laughs> that just sounds wrong each way. That's what she said. Um, anyway. Um, God, here we go. (laughs) Anyway, but no, this is this is all a good thing that that team is locked and loaded. They have the one of the best catchers in baseball. They have just a phenomenal group of young talent. They got John, the Bobble Bros cousin Cedric in the outfield. It's not actually his cousin. They just have the last same last name. I just I, I joke I joke every year in the baseball together fantasy baseball draft episode that it, I'm taking I'm taking cousin Cedric just to make John cousin laugh. Cedric. Um, <laughs> by the way, we haven't talked about this on the show yet. Congrats, John. Um, congrats on your impending uh, addition to your family. Um, very happy for you, my friend. Congratulations, John. We're all over the page here, but that's all right. O's fans, what rejoice, else be happy. The team is going to be sold for about $1.725 billion. Um, and is led by a group uh, by billionaire David Rubenstein. And it is bringing back Cal Ripken Jr. to the team as part of the ownership group. Along with interesting name, former NBA Hall of Famer Grant Hill. Now, are we going to 
make a shirt for the Ripken effect? I mean, this could be a positive Ripken effect, though. Could be. And, I mean, and really, the Ripken effect is because of the previous ownership. There you go. Could be the why invest like in your farm said. system when you have the Iron Man who's not really iron. Um, anyway, doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. yeah, it could be the other direction of the Ripken effect. Yeah, being new. I owner. mean, this is a team who has just a stacked farm system. That's part of the reason they were able to get Corbin Burns. Um, they they are building to a big season this year. And they're playing in the toughest division in baseball. Ever, ever notice the toughest divisions in baseball are on the East Coast? This is an East Coast bias. We just have some of the best teams in baseball on our coast. Um, Brad from Baseball Together is going to hear this, and there'll be a missive at some point that I get <laughs> on Facebook Messenger. Um well, I mean, Baltimore did finish last year uh, 101-61. You know, at the top. They did. East. I mean, so they, yeah, they I were mean, the top of the toughest division in the American League. So um, you know, and and with the changing of the helm of the ownership, like you know, this could be possibly making them even stronger. Not trying to make this about our beloved Philadelphia Phillies, but when you have a motivated ownership group. A lot of good happens. Oh, yeah. And we know this from our own personal experience. This is yet another reason why I'm happy for O's fans. I know that fan base loves their baseball and they love their Orioles baseball. But apathy from ownership in the front office can drive fans away. And that is what has happened. Those fans have shown up in spite of it the last two seasons because this team's turning it around in spite of the Angelos family. So getting a motivated ownership group in there with the way this team's playing, with the way the fan base is responding, this is this is basically putting the rest of the ALEs teams on notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the next one underneath they were uh, was the Rays at 99-63. So top two were very close, and I mean, if 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 Baltimore has 101 wins of uh, even even this year, you know it's a great you know a great return to glory. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I saw the owner wants to bring a World Series trophy back to Baltimore. He's probably going to have to come across the Phils at some point, um, and not just in the regular season. Um, I don't know if Cousin Cedric can handle uh, handle the heat that's going to be brought by the <laughs> Phils. Um, uh, I would get I, I would have a Cousin Cedric shirt made just just to wear when John comes on. Um, hmm. <laughs> he, it's been a while since he was on, um, and he knows that we, we we and him talk about it every now and then. He's very busy right now, obviously. Um, getting things ready um at the house but soon to be full lack of sleep yeah i he he'll be like i have no i've (laughs) never had doubt in anyone i call a friend as far as how they would be in that situation he'll be fine um but coffee 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 But uh, I'm so happy for the. Again, I'm ecstatic for this fan base. As soon as I saw the news, I'm like, "This is just this is great things for this team." 
Yeah, you sent me a link right away. I, I literally did. As soon as I saw the alert, I sent you the link. Yeah. Well, one, I'm like, this is a topic. We got to talk about it. Two, I have all my all my complaints about the O's always stem from the ownership and the lack of care from the ownership. Yes, they have. We are in an area. <laughs> we are in an area where there's Phil's fans, there's O's fans, there's Yankees fans, there's Fairweather Red Sox fans, Nats fans. There's Nats fans. I mean, the three closest teams are Phil's, Nats, O's. And you either, you know, some, you, and most people know someone who's a fan of one of those teams. Yeah. I know a lot of O's fans. I know a lot of Nats fans. I'm probably tougher on Nats fans than I am O's fans, and we all know it. Um, I'm I'm so happy. Like I've gone to O's games with O's fans who've had who had season tickets. Like I I know people who deeply love and support that team who were just so fed up with the Angelus family, they stopped going altogether. They stopped watching on TV because they were just they were fed up. They were fed up with an ownership group who just did not care. Well, that has changed. And to see them say, you know what? This team's showing up. This team's playing hard. They're winning. They're not getting the support they're getting from the ownership. I'm going to come back and I'm going to support them. Because they're proven to me they want to play for us. So now having an ownership group that's going to be invested and have, have shown that already within days of owning the team. This is fantastic for that fan base. The Pirates, the Pirates are next. (laughs) I think it's thoroughly too. You know, who knows what acquisitions they can make. I don't think, I honestly think they don't need to make a lot of acquisitions. They don't. That, that team has such a core. And the problem is though, when you go out shopping and you could actually build too much. I, I think adding Burns is, is a smart move. It puts in a veteran hand uh, pitcher who can be a team leader who wants to win and wants to play on the big on the big level. Not that Milwaukee isn't a big level, but Milwaukee hasn't come through the last couple seasons. Um, they him going to the O's is a smart move for him. It's a smart move for the O's, but you're not disrupting that core of talent on the field though either. You're enhancing it. And that's what that's what acquisitions should be, enhancing the already existing talent. I mean, the Brewers were 92 and 70 last year. Right, but where did they where did they end up come playoff time? NL top. NL central stop uh top. Right, but how far into the playoffs did they make? Yeah, I get it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It's you know, it's just how that works you know it's just and the previous year they didn't make it at all so he has he's in a better position now than he he was oh yeah it's well let's see what happens and, and no offense there's a big difference pitching against the reds and the pirates and the cardinals than there is pitching against the rays and the yankees and the blue jays and the socks even though they suck now um how many of you O4 fans are still watching 20 years later? That's what I want to know. Um, <laughs> Was that their last one? No, but that's when all the Fairweather fans started. Uh, 
all the people who five years before were Yankees fans are now suddenly Red Sox fans. You know, those fans. The people who oh. were Lakers fans and are now Golden State Warrior fans or the people who were Pats fans and then moved to Tampa Bay because of Brady. Like, you know oh. those fans. I'm t- the Fairweather Johnsons of the world. Not the big Johnsons of the world, the Fairweather Johnsons of the world, for the record. They don't have oh. a clothing line because their clothing line is whatever jersey they buy for their new team because they're winners. I saw a uh, uh, guy I work with, has a uh, he, he found a form. That says uh, it's it's the official bandwagon form. You guys fill it out and <laughs> it's Look, hilarious. I'm sorry. I I have a hundred times more respect for a fan who rides and dies with their team through good times and bad. A real fan sticks it out no matter what. Oh yeah. Oh, and then you got you? people who are like. One year they like the Lakers. The next year they like this team. Why? <laughs> because this team wins. Oh, I just like good basketball, or I just like good football, or no, you don't. Shut up. And that's why they have the jersey of the the team that won it last year, because <laughs> that's who they like now. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm look, I I'll own it. I liked, I as a kid, I was a big Horace Grant fan when he played for the Bulls and when he played for the Magic. I definitely had a Horace Grant Magic jersey, even though they weren't my favorite team, just well, because I liked Horace Grant. But when you follow a player, that's one thing. Not You're not following a team after they win. You're following a player. Oh, I still yeah. liked the Bulls as a kid, but I liked Horace Grant so much that well, I paid attention more to the Magic, too, because I he was such a good rebounder and defensive player that I liked watching him as a kid. Because... Look, I was a chonky kid. I was stocky, but I I knew my role playing basketball was going to be under the hoop, boxing out, using my body to to get rebounds. I wasn't stupid, so I watched the players who I could emulate. And I think that's what a lot of us do when we when we try to play sports as a kid is we find someone we want to emulate. And we're going way off topic here. Yeah, but mine was Patrick Wall. There you go. Myself. You know, you know I won't lie to you. When I when I played Little League Baseball, it was John Cruck. Everyone knows that. No one should be surprised. Um, <laughs> but then, like, as you get older, you don't need to emulate someone. You kind of find your own way in, in whatever sport you're playing. And that's that's a whole different thing. But I think you have those, those ones that you really love and you follow. And that kind of builds that foundation of, of how you want to play. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, you just build yourself. You have the foundation. You just got to build from it. And that starter could be that one player that you enjoy watching so much. Right. Just kind of start that build. And then you just kind of, you know, mesh out from there. Yeah, I could do this topic, topic all night. Um, yeah, yeah, we could, actually. <laughs> because, but. I mean, there's something, there's something about being a fan when you're a kid that's so different. Than when you're an adult. Um, well, one, you're not as cynical as a fan. Um, and and there's, there's just a little bit more of a, a pure enjoyment of what you're watching. And as an adult, you just sit there like, you son of a. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I like find myself agreeing with Kruk way more than I thought I would. That's that's what I'll say. Um <laughs> 
But well, with that, O's fans, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm extremely happy for you. You deserve this. You deserve good ownership. Um, Let the new era begin. You've suffered for three decades, no more. Um. Yeah, I can't I can't tell you how happy I am for you because I'm I'm freaking ecstatic. Um. Because here's the thing, I, and I always go back to this. I when a town loves a team and they show up, and then it falls away, you know it's it's an ownership, it's a front office problem, and. Baltimore fans are super passionate. One of my bosses was a diehard O's fan. Super passionate about the team. Um, He's the one who hates Manny Machado. (laughs) But like, it's, it's sad when that falls away because of ownership. And it's frustrating when you, when you as a fan love your team and you see another team's fan base start to love, start to fall out of love with them because of how mismanaged the team is. It's, it's sad and it's heartbreaking and it's frustrating because I want every fan base to love their teams the way I love mine. Well, yeah, it's what brings people in. You know, if you love your fan, you know, if the, if the front office is doing their job of bringing talent to the city instead of just, Trying to just, what's the word I'm looking for? Drawing a I blank. think for, I, I think for some owners, in 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 all sports, there's always going to be owners that own a team just for the sake of owning a team. It is yeah, a status symbol, pretty much. It's like a souped up truck for a guy who doesn't need it. It's a status symbol. Um, pretty much. So. There's and that's why bad ownership does exist because people with money buy a team just for the sake of owning a team. Um, and, and it front sucks. Office kills teams. It, yeah, fun fun offices kill fan bases, and it's true. Um, I just it it did it, it would piss me off because I know what kind of fan base the O's have, and to see that getting eroded by a horrible family ownership, it 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 did it pissed me off. Um, so I'm glad they have new ownership. I'm ha- I'm legitimately happy for O's fans. I was legitimately happy with them with how the team played last year. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, how long is this going to last? So now that they got a new ownership who's investing in the team from day one, I know it's going to last gonna longer sustain. than you thought. It's, it's going to sustain. Yeah. yeah. It's going to last longer than you think. They're going to give the Sox and the Yankees and the Rays and the Blue Jays fits. And some of those teams deserve it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what to uh, see what they do. Oh man, I got, I got nothing to add to this. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I could go on all day ranting about front offices, but we don't. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> no one <laughs> wants to hear that. Um, we might have to continue talking about our fandoms as kids because i think that's that's a fun topic um oh, we, we can definitely do that um quick plugs uh i already mentioned him our buddy dave does the uh 2216 podcast with his with his fellow friends who are <clears throat> firefighting chiefs in small towns um across pennsylvania and new york um if you want to listen to some first responder stories and talks of mental health and brotherhood uh, please, by all means, check out the 2216 podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Other Ship is the pop culture podcast with a pro wrestling lean. Uh, You can also find them wherever you get uh, your podcasts. If you are watching this on YouTube, you see I am wearing the recently released (laughs) USFL parody logo hoodie from the NASPOD shop on on TeePublic. We almost said Teespring. I still have that in my head. On TeePublic, if you go to TeePublic.com and you search NASPOD, or if you're lazy, the link for our link tree is in the description of every episode. Wherever you get your podcast from, you can click on that. It'll take you to all of our links. Our TeePublic one's right there. Click it. Check out our, our merchandise. We got mugs. We got stickers magnets hoodies t-shirts one day we're gonna have condoms and coffins we'll get you coming and going but right now we don't we just got you covered for cool weather hot weather and your cup of coffee or tea in the morning um oh, that's two episodes now i've used that i'm yeah. just trying to i'll try to work it in as much as i can now oh here we go okay here we this is what we're gonna have to do now we're gonna have to keep uh, track here of how many times to see uh i probably won't do it after this one honestly but well it'd be something to keep track how many times does jason do it before he you know before he just forgets about it uh, it'll probably be next episode um anyway <laughs> squirrel i don't know it may not i don't think i did it last episode i think i did it the episode before that so yeah there is no tracker um because it was a late, episode. it was late last episode. Yeah, um, it was. That did get late. So yeah, you might not think about. It. I don't think it did. <laughs> um, but yeah, go to that that link tree link. It'll take you ever to all of our places where we are, um, and to our T Public store. Um, we already told you about Dubby, our newest sponsor. You all know, and you hear it in the in, in the in between halves, the fans' idea, the OG sponsor of the show. Um. David's wearing a fan's idea hoodie or not hoodie hockey jersey right now. If you use code NASPOT at checkout there, you'll get 10% off. Um, and in the description of every episode is our link to Ballsy. That will also give you 10% off of your private area grooming <laughs> needs. If you want smooth balls, you can go to Ballsy and use our link and get 10% off. Um, not 10% off your balls, 10% off of your ball grooming needs. Um, yeah, that wouldn't be good. I'd like about just 10% off, just just a smidge. Anyway. <laughs> Sir, you're in the wrong place for that. Anyway. Um, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm punchy tonight. Um, it's been a <laughs> been a very very long week uh very very hard week over here where i'm at so yeah it's been punchy yeah oh Um, yeah so heads up here before we wrap up the show uh there will not be a february 16th episode due to personal scheduling conflicts in our lives we will be back with you on march 1st enjoy the extended break uh take your significant other out that weekend that we don't record have some fun uh yet again reasons why we need naspod condoms so they can have fun (laughs) and they can have fun in a safe and free environment um i'm not sure if t public has those 
Uh, they don't. They don't. And I, nor do I want someone wearing that with our faces on it. I am not Gene Simmons. I don't need. I don't need my face with my tongue Picture sticking Jason. out. No. Picture it. Come on. Picture it. Um, <laughs> you know, we always go off the rails hard during this part of, of the episode. <laughs> I wonder um, why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm steering the ship. That's why. Um, oh, yeah, this is wrong. But this is normal. <laughs> so I I was referenced on a uh, on another podcast a few weeks ago. Um, I'm sure some of the listeners know I'm a Yacht Rock aficionado. Um, and I submitted a song to the Yacht or Not podcast, which is hosted by the four gentlemen who coined the term and had the web series Yacht Rock, which is like a parody comedy show. Um, and the song I, I, I suggested got put on the boat, which means it's Yacht Rock. Um, well, I and, see. And uh, JD, the one host, one, could not pronounce my last name. And two, he did one of the most awful stereotypical Italian voices I've ever heard. But I was <laughs> laughing so I was listening to this on my drive into the office because I had to go, go into the office the day the episode dropped. I was laughing so hard I almost had to pull over because I had tears in my eyes at him doing, like, the stereotypical Mario and Luigi voice oh, for me. God. I was I was in tears. It's one of the funniest one of the funniest things I've ever heard involving my name ever. Um, So how do you pronounce it? Diagnostico. (laughs) Look, with our last names, look, let's 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 shoot from the hip here with our last (laughs) names. We've probably heard it all. Oh, Oh, it's funny. I mean, <laughs> yours is so long it wraps around on on the back of your jersey. So, hell, that costs more than the jersey, yeah, right? Yeah, see, yeah, our last names are are special. Um, oh, the Nascico. <laughs> I mean, he was corrected. They did correct it, but I mean, his still. <laughs> I mean, I look. I don't care. I mean, I know it's part comedy, part serious, and. Hey, look, I'd rather it be my last name that gets fucked up than my first name. I mean, how you fuck up Jason, I don't get. Yeah, I've been called Jacob. Jacob, Justin, Josh. There was a lady when I worked in inheritance tax. I worked with her for three years. For three years, she could not figure out my name was Jason. It literally was on the name plate <laughs> on my desk. You? That's it, J- Justin. I was always Justin. And I would just grip my teeth through conversations with her because, like, I was a I was a clerk. I was mm. fucking no one then. I mean, I'm no one now, but I'm a supervisor now. So, Jacob was funny though. That was at the rehearsal. Yeah, it was not at the actual ceremony. It was at the rehearsal. Yeah, that was funny though. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're Amish. No, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I, I, dude, I was in the Harrisburg paper as Justin D'Agostino. Uh, <laughs> they interviewed me and my family and and Sean Hassenplug uh, about the Senators' home opener in like 2013. Um, and yeah, Justin D'Agostino. God damn it! Hey, uh, 
and I, I know that feels I was look I, i'm just thankful that um that you know watch got it right when they posted uh <laughs> my card yeah that would have been that would that would have sucked um but yeah yeah right into us with uh horror stories about your names being mispronounced or miswritten or <laughs> whatever um because i know we're not the only ones yeah all right with that <laughs> thanks for joining us for episode 83 of the non sports podcast um you can find us online at our linktree account we've already talked about it but it's part of my notes and i'm reading them um <laughs> reach out to us comment like message us um, we do appreciate any feedback we get from all of you. Um, we appreciate all of you taking time to watch us on YouTube or listen to us. Um, you're a big re you're the reason why all these episodes are doing so well. Thank you. Um, it's not us. It's you guys. Um, so we appreciate you very much. Um, you can find us for streaming or download at Spotify, Apple podcast, podcast addict, audible, iHeart, Pandora, Anywhere and everywhere you want to be, it's like American Express. Um, please do Never not forget to subscribe. Rate, review. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I broke them. That, that's, that's the next thing on the order is the NASPOD credit card. So not only will we get you coming and going, but we'll charge you for it too. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we're off the rails. Yeah, see, you thought you broke me, and I switched that around <laughs> quick, didn't I? Um, all right, with that, we'll talk with you on March 1st. Have a good one. <laughs> you have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership. Thank you.